You have performed extreme austerities. You have performed extreme austerities for the welfare and growth of the world. For the welfare and growth of the world. My desire also is that everyone, My desire also is that everyone within this world be happy. Within this world be happy. I am therefore very pleased with you. I am therefore very pleased with you. Because you are endeavouring to fulfill my desire. Because you are endeavouring to fulfill my desire. For the welfare of the entire world. For the welfare of the entire world. After every dissolution of the material cosmos, all the living entities take shelter in the body of Karanadakshaya Krishna. And when creation takes place again, they come forth from his body in their various species to resume their activities. Why does the creation take place in such a way that the living entities are put into conditioned life to suffer the threefold miseries imposed upon them by the material nature? Here, the Lord says to Daksha, you desire to benefit all living entities, and that is also my desire. The living entities who come in contact with the material world are meant to be corrected. All the living entities within this material world have revolted against the service of the Lord, and therefore they remain within this material world as ever conditioned Michapada, taking birth again and again. There is a chance, of course, of their being liberated, but nevertheless, the conditioned souls are not taking advantage of this opportunity. Uh, not taking advantage of this opportunity, continue in a life of sense enjoyment. And thus they are punished by birth and death again and again. This is the law of nature. As the Lord says in the Bhagavad Gita 7.14, the divine energy of mind consisting of the three modes of nature is difficult to overcome, but those who have surrendered unto me can easily cross me under. Elsewhere in Bhagavad Gita 15.7, the Lord says, living entities in the conditioned world are my eternal fragmental parts Due to conditional life, they are struggling very hard with the six senses which include the mind. The living entity's struggle for existence within the material world is due to his rebellious nature. Unless the living entity surrenders to Krishna, he must continue this life of struggle. The Krishna consciousness movement is not a fad. It is a bona fide movement intended to promote the welfare of all conditioned souls by trying to elevate everyone to the platform of Krishna consciousness. If one does not come to this platform, he must continue in material existence perpetually, sometimes in the upper planets and sometimes in the lower planets, as confirmed in Chaitanya Charitamrita, Majjad 21.18. Kabu Swage Utaya Kabu Narake Dubaya. The conditioned soul sometimes descends into Nisians and sometimes gets some relief by being relatively free from it. This is the life of the conditioned soul. Prajapati Daksha is trying to benefit the conditioned souls by getting them to give them a life with a chance for liberation. Liberation means surrender to Krishna. If one begets children with the purpose of training them to surrender to Krishna, fatherhood is very good. Similarly, when the spiritual master trains the conditioned souls to become Christian conscious, his position is successful. If one gives the conditioned souls a chance to become Krishna conscious, all his activities are approved by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, who is extremely pleased. As stated here, 
Kritoham. Following the examples of the previous acharyas, all the members of the Krishna consciousness movement should try to benefit the conditioned souls by inducing them to become Krishna conscious and giving them all facilities to do so. Such activities constitute real welfare work. By such activities, a preacher or anyone who endeavors to spread Krishna consciousness is recognized by the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as the Lord Himself confirms in Bhagavad Gita 1868 and 69. For one who explains the supreme secret to the devotees, devotional service is guaranteed, and at the end he will come back to me. There is no servant in this world more dear to me than he, nor will there ever be one more dear. Omigyan Tibanandasya, Gananjana, Shalakaya, Chakshur, Nalitam, Jena, Tesmai, Shri Gurube, Nama, Shri Chaitanya, Manobishtam, Stapitam, Yena, Bhutale, Swayam, Rupakadamaya, Padati, Swara, Padantikam, Banchai, Kalpatu, Rugascha, Kripa, Sindhu, Vihevacha, Petitanam, Avanevyo, Vaishnavevyo, Namo, Nama, Jaya Shri Krishna, Chaitanya, Prabhu, Nichananda, Shri Advaita Gadadha Shri Vatsadi Gaurav Bhakti Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Hare So, uh, this verse is being spoken to Prajapati Daksha uh, he appears within the uh, Bhagavatam in several places. He's Prajapati. Prajapati means a progenitor, uh, one who uh, populates the universe. The Vedic understanding is the universe is populated by an advanced civilization. Uh, the modern version which we don't agree with as devotees, is that the universe was populated by evolution. So we are evolving in consciousness. But according to the Bhagavatam, uh, it is the opposite. We have an opposite point of view, which is we are devolving in consciousness. Society is not evolving in consciousness. It's going down at this point in time, in general. Except the golden age is there. Uh, Mahaprabhu appeared 500 years ago and started the golden age. So because the golden age has begun, now so many devotees are here and they are uplifting their consciousness. Our consciousness is going upwards at this point in time. Most of the time. Sometimes our consciousness goes up. It's a bit of a graph. Right, up and down. Anyway, we, we all know. But in general, we're going up towards Krishna. Brahmanda Brahmite, Kona Bhagavana Ji. Guru Krishna Prasade Pai Bhakti Lata Beach. Uh, beach means a seed. So from the beach, the Bhakti Lata is growing. Uh, growing nicely, hopefully. Krishna consciousness is very powerful. This process is very powerful, sudden bhakti. And if you follow it properly, then you can achieve the result very quickly. You can become Krishna conscious very quickly. The bhakti lata can grow very luxuriously. But you have to have all the right elements. And therefore Mahaprabhu, when he's teaching, 
Rupa Goswami. He gives a very nice uh, analogy of the uh, the seed and the garden and the the creeper. So if you it's same it's the same with planting a, a plant, just like in our farm, the Hare Krishna garden. Then you know we're growing food, but it's not easy. Uh, just like we have not a lot of apples at the bottom on the trees, but now they're all getting these little spots on them. Uh, because when there's too much moisture in the air, they get like a, it's like a fungus, like a growth. That's why, you know, in the outside world, they spray everything to stop all these growth. And it's not that easy. Everyone's like, oh, just go and grow your food. <laughs> it's not so easy. You know, there's uh, insects constantly competing. The birds eat everything. Uh, and then you've got natural diseases coming. If you don't have enough water, if you have too much water, you know, all the pollen, uh, the, um, the pollen will come onto the, the plants, the, the fruit trees, the plums. Then the pollen will appear, and then if a storm comes right at that moment, which sometimes happens, it knocks it all off, and then you don't get any fruit that year. It's very sensitive, this whole thing. Plants are sensitive, just like human beings. Everyone is overly sensitive in Kali Yuga. <laughs> Doesn't take much to upset someone now in Kali Yuga. Yeah, I could probably upset most of you in about 30 seconds if I <laughs> seriously, if I wanted to. Yeah, I just, I just say one or two things, you yeah. how can you say that to me? Like that. It's very easy to disturb people in Kali Yuga. Yeah. In the first canto, uh, it says that, in the first chapter actually, it says that people in Kali Yuga are short-lived, unfortunate, keeps all this all these, this list of problems. But it says, above all, they are always disturbed. Kali Yuga Ki. Everyone's disturbed. Above all, everything. What's the main uh, quality of Kali Yuga? Everyone's disturbed. Right? Constantly. Right? You don't have to say much to someone to get them disturbed. Even the devotees. To say some little thing, <laughs> it's completely disturbed. That's the nature of the age of Kali. So, uh, plants are like that also. And Mahaprabhu gives a very nice example when he's teaching the Rupa Swami. He says, there is a Bhakti Lata which grows. Now, if you follow the process, because Mahaprabhu also gives the, the process, you know, it was Gopanim on Friday. So, Gopanim technically it's our second biggest festival of the year. Very significant festival. It's actually when our new year begins for the Gaudias. This is our new year. How long since Mahaprabhu was here? 36? This year? This year. Okay. So 537. Right. So actually that's our calendar. Yeah, it's not 2022, it's 537. Yeah, maybe one day the world will write it like that. But at the moment it's 222. Uh, since Jesus was here, right. he was Jesus was so prominent. We we named our whole uh, calendar system after him. Uh, that's how powerful Jesus was. So one day maybe Mahaprabhu, maybe the Lord Himself, maybe that would be the uh, worldwide dating system. Mm-hmm. So uh, it is His birthday, so it is significant, uh, so significant. This avatar, this incarnation. Uh, if you meditate on Him all week, you have to prepare your consciousness. Uh, because Gopinim is coming on Friday. You can't just wake up on Friday morning and say, oh, it's Gopinim now, get enthusiastic. You have to prepare your consciousness. Just like you have the Olympics 
uh, recently, wasn't it? Dad? Was it winter or the main ones? Winter. The winter ones. Where was it? China, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, totally, I totally missed it. I totally missed it. My, my life means nothing. I missed the Olympics. Winter Olympics in Beijing. Very important. So in the Olympics, you know, they don't just get there. All the athletes just get there and they say, oh, it's the Olympics, now let's go. They train for months and years to prepare for these things. You don't just walk in. So same for Gora Pornima, same for devotional service, same for Bhakti Yoga in general. You have to prepare yourself constantly. You can't just turn up at Mongolati. Your sadhana begins the day before. If you want to chant good rounds today, you have to prepare yourself yesterday. Right? You have to go to bed early, get good sleep, take good rest. Right? Not eat too much yesterday. Not speak Rajalpa. Uh, not speaking disturbing uh, topics. Uh, you have to do your service nicely, not offend devotees. You have to honor the prasad, you have to do your service attentively, all these things, so many elements of it. If you want to change the grounds today, you have to change the grounds yesterday. That's how it works. You can't just like, oh, today I want you, today I'm going to, it's called Benin, today I'm going to change the grounds. No. If you want to change the grounds all week, how are you going to change the grounds in Gopin? It doesn't work like that. It's a process, right? You have to build yourself up continuously, continuously, continuously. So, uh, the Bhakti Lata, the creeper of devotion, it will grow quickly and powerfully if you follow the process properly. Now, Rupa Goswami explains in the Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu in the Nectar of Devotion, it says, he gives us 64 items of Bhakti. Right? Chapter 6, what is chapter 6 called in the Nectar of Devotion? Yeah, 64 items. Right? He gives us 64 items. Right. How do you serve Krishna? Hands up if you want to serve Krishna. Oh, good. Uh, just a good audience. <laughs> now I am enthusiastic. So, if you want to serve Krishna, Rupa Goswami says, okay, I'll give you 64 ways to serve Krishna. Where do the 64 come from? They come from Pralat Maharaj in the seventh canto of the Bhagavatam. He gives nine ways to serve Krishna. Shravana. Kirtanam, Vishnu Smaranam, Adasevanam, Archanam, Bandhanam, Dasham, Sakyam, Atmanivedanam. He gives you nine ways. So Rupa Goswami took those nine and he made 64. To make it easy for you. Uh, because you want to serve Krishna. You, you all said, I want to serve Krishna. Okay, 64 ways you can serve him. He makes it easy for you. Where did the nine come from? No? Prahlad Maharaj gave us nine ways to serve Krishna. Where did they come from? They come from the Bhagavad Gita. Mamana, Baba Mambakto, Rajaji, Mamnamaskuru. Krishna gives four ways that you can serve. Where did those four come from? They come from the following verse. Uh, the verse that goes after Mamana, which is Savdamam Parichaja. Mam Eka. Sharanam. Mam Eka. Eka means one. Uh, because Arjuna says to Krishna, you're given four things. Can you just give one thing? People in Kali Yuga sometimes they can't handle too much. So just give me one thing. And even if you give one thing, they can't handle that. <laughs> That's telling you. Just one thing. 
just surrender unto me. Right. So that's Krishna's final instruction in Gita. Abandon everything, just surrender to me. Right. Okay, so what does surrender mean? Four things. Right. Think of him, become the devotee, worship him. Right. Those four things. Okay, now we'll turn them into nine. Prahlad Maharaj says, okay, I'll give you more mercy. I'll give you nine ways to serve. And then Rupa Goswami says, Mahaprabhu says, okay, we'll give you 64. We'll open up right up. So those 64, when you get to the, the list, you read 59. And then the last five are a repetition of the five most important angas, which were in the, the list, the previous list of 59. So he takes out the final, the most important. Right? Now these are very important because Rupa Goswami says, the power of these five are, is hard to reconcile. How powerful these five are. Right? If you do these five types of bhakti, right, he actually says you can attain bhava quickly. Right? Bhava bhakti is very elevated. But he says you can get bhava bhakti quickly you know, by just five. Right? Doing these five types of bhakti very carefully. So then what are the five? Do you know them? Well, you have to learn them quickly. These are, these are very important. First one is called Sadhu Sangha. Sadhu Sangha means associating with devotees. Now Jiva Goswami, he comments on that particular Anga from Rupa Goswami, and he said it means advanced devotees. Particularly. Now we associate with all the devotees, because that's what we need to do. It's purifying to associate, but especially you need advanced association because advanced devotees they will take you very high, very quickly. The advanced devotees will help you to, in other words, you can only advance to the degree of the association that you receive. If you receive advanced association. If the, if the devotees you're associating with are this advanced, you can come to that level. If they're this advanced, you can come to that level. If they're that, then you can come to that level. So you have to find advanced devotees, genuinely advanced devotees. Now we're very fortunate in this con, uh, because there's one particular devotee in this con who is a Paramahamsa. Uh, do you know his name? <laughs> yeah, there's a few sitting there. <laughs> But there's one who is Maha uh, Paramahamsa. What is his name? Yeah, A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami. Srila Prabhupada. A.C. Abhay Charanaravinda. Abhay? Abhay? I know what the second question is. Abhay? Oh! <laughs> Abhay means fearless. Fearless. It's significant. Significant. Prabhupada is the Yuga Acharya. Right? Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the Yuga Avatar. Right? It is only by Mahaprabhu's mercy you can go back to Krishna. But Prabhupada is the Yuga Acharya. There's so many gurus. But Prabhupada is, his uh, position is very special, prominent in Kali Yuga. This will become understood. 
as time goes by in the next 10,000 years. People will understand Prabhupada's uh, actual position. Right? So he is Yuga, Yuga Acharya. So we're very fortunate because in ISKCON, you can associate with Prabhupada through Shiksha, through his Vani, through his instructions. That's why Prabhupada placed so much emphasis on reading his books. Because when you read his books, you're associated with Prabhupada. Like last night, we were, uh, were studying the Chaitanya Charity Reader in the Bhaktisattva Bhama course. Uh, Bhaktisattva Bhama course. Sometimes the devotees say, you know, to you know, I teach these courses, I facilitate these courses. They like, why do you do these courses? The main reason I do it is because it makes me, it forces me to study Prabhupada's books very deeply, very carefully. Because I need purification. Right? And if devotees want to come and listen, okay, that's nice. Okay? If devotees don't want to come and listen, I'll just do it myself. I'll study. Because we have to study Prabhupada's books. Because then you're associating with Prabhupada. And then, because Prabhupada is, his advancement is, you see the roof? You see the roof? Prabhupada is more advanced than that. Prabhupada, all the way. Or all the way to Goloka Vrindavan. Right? So you can also go all the way to Goloka Vrindavan by associating with Prabhupada in his roots. That is the potency, that is the power. And I've noticed over the years, because sometimes we have to counsel the bodies. The bodies come to us and they say, can you give us advice? Can you give us instructions? Can you give us uh, some... Uh, guidance like that. And then usually when devotees come, we say, okay, what's the problem? And they start saying, oh, you know, I have this problem, I have that problem, and then I have that problem, and then I have this problem. And we say, okay, are you reading Prabhupada's books? Oh, uh, Prabhuji, I don't have time at the moment. I'm, that's the problem. <laughs> that is the problem. Because if you're doing that, you're chanting your rounds nicely. Right? Prabhupada always said, chant your rounds attentively. Inside just chant rounds. Chant if you chant Japa nicely and you read Prabhupada's books regularly, right, in a deep in a deep way, you're not going to have so many problems. Now, it doesn't mean problems don't stop externally. The problems will not stop. You know. If you think the world's got problems right now, because the world has a lot of problems right now, like I've been living on this earth for 52 years, I've never seen it like this. Like, this is the worst I've seen it. Like, the problems are... If you think this is bad, this is just the beginning. You know, I, got, like, I woke up this morning, you know, and then uh, on the uh, news app, uh, you know, they put little banners, and it's like, <laughs> it's it. You know, very bad news. And uh, so, like, on my phone, very bad news. It says, coffee. Coffee. You know, people drink coffee. Coffee might go up to seven dollars a cup. <laughs> I'm serious. This was on the news banner this morning because now we have a problem with the trade around the world, and now there are so many problems. It's going to cause problems for things to travel all around, and prices are going to go up. Look, you see what's happening with petrol? No, you see what's happening? Yeah, you saw it. Right, two, it's nearly hitting two dollars. Just about to do dollar ninety nine. Now they keep it at dollar ninety nine. Everyone's watching it. <laughs> now that's all they do. Dollar ninety nine. And you watch. As soon as it hits two dollars, it won't go up like one cent anymore. It goes up by ten cents like this. It will jump. You know, in uh, New Zealand, it's four dollars a litre. Four dollars a litre. In Germany, 
Like 350. 350. 350. Yeah. In euro. No, no, in euro it's 250. What's that? In euro it's 250. What's that? In euro it's 250. In Germany. 350. In euro it's 250. In dollars. In euros. So it's 350 euros. No, 250. 250. No, but in Germany. 350. Yeah. So it's going on. Such an uncomplicated group. <laughs> People ask me why I don't come and get classes. It's like it's hard just to get classes. So, what we're seeing is the prices are going, and it's happening with petrol, but it's about to happen with everything. Yeah, so everything. You watch. You watch. Everything's about to. It's about to happen. Right? Prabhupada predicted this. Prabhupada said 50 years ago. He said your oil civilization will run out. It will come, now it's all beginning to happen. Everything's about to, you know, it's all the problems of Kali Yuga. We're in a very good time. It's, Jiva Goswami actually says this. He says, the good thing about Kali Yuga, because everyone says, oh, Kali Yuga is so negative. It is. But he said, the good thing is, it makes you chant very sincerely. Because the problems are about to get, you know, the cost of living is about to go like this. In the next five, ten years, you watch. Uh, it'll be hard for more and more difficult for people to do. Uh, in New Zealand, they're saying already there is like a uh, cost of living crisis. People are finding it's hard to live just to meet the day. That's going to happen all over the world. Uh, this is a big problem. So when these things become prominent and when people are struggling, they become much more serious in Krishna consciousness. So this is the best time to preach because people will come to us more. When the, when the uh, difficulties take place. So Prabhupada's name was Abai. Right? It's very significant. And very significant because you know, he's the Yugracharya. His father couldn't have given him any name. Uh, but Abai means fearless at the Lord's feet of Krishna. They're very significant. So if you also want to become fearless, because we need to become fearless, Especially right now, because everything is going to become very difficult soon. We need to become fearless. And how do you become fearless? You absorb yourself like Prabhupada. You associate with Prabhupada. So sometimes the devotees come and they say, I have this problem, I have that problem. Then read Prabhupada's books, associate with Prabhupada. And then you will go very high. So therefore, it is that Sadhu Sangha, that is the first item that Rupa Goswami chooses, which is the most important item of Prabhupada. If you associate with devotees, your devotional service, your bhakti lata, will go to the spiritual world very quickly. You have to associate with devotees nicely. Right? Maya is tricky. Right? Prabhupada says, Kali, uh, Kali personified, will enter into the Krishna consciousness movement. He writes this. Kali will enter into the Krishna consciousness movement and try to cause uh, factions between the devotees. Divide them. We can't let that happen. How do you not let that happen? You have to be humble. One time my Guru Maharaj was here, Jamal Krishna Goswami, and it was 1996, I think. It was a number of years ago. And he was upstairs uh, in Prabhupada House. And he was in the bathroom, actually. And he was shaving. And he left the door open and we were talking. 
Yeah, he's ashamed of me. Yeah, we're talking. And he said, you know, how are you doing? And everything. I said, no, no, no. And then he said, uh, how is your relationship with one particular devotee? Senior devotee, you know, senior devotee. And I said, oh, no, a few problems. <laughs> like that. And he just looked at me. Uh, and he said, he said, just be humble. Just be humble. And one thing I, I haven't mastered it yet, you know, I'm not always humble. You know, quite often I'm the opposite from humble. But uh, one thing that I understand, I try to do, is that if we can be humble, every problem in any communication that we're having with any individual can be reconciled if we take a humble position. That's why Lord Chaitanya says, Trinata be Sunichina. For our PC, be humble, be tolerant. Because when you take that position, right, you can chant constantly, your mind becomes peaceful. But as soon as your ego comes up a little bit, you say, Why is this person saying like this to me? And you won't back down. Sometimes we don't do that. We feel it in us, we don't like to back down. And if you don't do that, you know, if you, if you stay very proud, it becomes very difficult uh, for you to chant the holy name peacefully. Because you can chant 16 rounds a day. Don't you? We most of us see a chance this thing. But you can be chanting 16 rounds but not be attentive while you're chanting. Yeah, sometimes we chant whole rounds just thinking of people that we don't like. Like Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, this person, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Why doesn't Krishna make them disappear from the material world? <laughs> yeah, we have all these things. They did a survey one time. Uh, of people in uh, offices who work for their boss. And they did a survey, and in the survey they found out that 60% of the people in the offices uh, daydream about ways to kill their boss. Oh, maybe if I just push him out the window. <laughs> or, you know, maybe if I put something in his coffee. Or maybe if, you know, <laughs> yeah, not they're actually going to do it. But people think like that. So we can also, as devotees, we can spend a lot of time thinking like that. Oh, I don't like this devotee. Oh, I don't like that. What's the point? Then how will you go to Krishna? Uh, so sadhu sangha means you have to be very careful how you associate with the devotees. So then the second item that Rupa Goswami gives is Nama Sankirtan. Nama Sankirtan means? Changing the holy name. Sankirtan means with others. You have to chant with others. So we chant with others. Sankirtan. That, that is the most powerful way to go back to Krishna. But you have to do it in the right consciousness as well. Sometimes the devotees become like an opening or have big kirtans. But sometimes the devotees get too rajasic. Too much passion. It's not actually chanting the holy name. It's chanting the holy name, but it's not like a, a purified chant. It's not that advanced chant. The consciousness is just, you know, it's just, you know, everyone's just like, like one time Prabhupada was on the stage, they were having a program, Prabhupada was sitting on the stage and I having a deep kirtan in front of Prabhupada. And all the brahmacharis were getting very enthusiastic. And then they're all looking at each other going, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Hare, 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 Hare Stop! The herb was leading. Stop and just stop. Prabhupada said, "Not like this." Prabhupada said, "Like this." 
start the kirtan again. So if it's too rajasic, you're not getting purified. You're just having like some, you're just letting go of some testosterone. <laughs> or what are the chemicals in your body? Or for the Madhiji's ostrich, whatever it is. It's just, you know, it's just your chemicals going. It's just, or as Bhakti Vita Kornamara says, it's just bile. That's all the bile from the liver. You know, it causes heat, right? And it makes you very, you know, energetic. You're just, you're just letting your bile run, right? That's not, sharing the whole name is a different thing. We can be enthusiastic, we can dance ecstatically, that's no problem. But the holy name should be the center of our consciousness. Not just some rajasic thing and who can do the most crazy dance moves. <laughs> that's not what it's about. So Nama Sankirtan, right, can take you back to Godhead. Golo Kera Premadan, Horino Sankirtan. This Prabhupada actually says in the Anchalila Chaitanya Charitamrita, the Maha Mantra is actually the sound of Krishna's flute. Meditate on that when you're chanting your rounds. That Hare Krishna, that's actually Krishna's flute. He's playing right now in Goloka. That sound is coming into the material world as Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna Krishna, Hare 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 That's the sound of Krishna's flute. If you meditate on that, it's very powerful. So Sadhu Sangha Nam Sankirtan Bhagavat Shravan. Bhagavat Shravan means hearing the stream of Bhagavatam. You have to hear the Bhagavatam. Listen to lectures. Just like during COVID, I didn't come to the temple for a long time. I came back this time in, you know, the second break. I had been since last May. May till, I came back in February, beginning of February. So I had been for, what's that, like? seven, eight months, nine months, whatever that is. Long time. So then, how do we survive? So I was listening to Shravana, Bhagavad Shravana, in Duduna Swami, giving amazing lectures for the last few years from Vrindavan uh, on uh, Krishna's pastimes in Vrindavan. So I've just been listening to those things. Uh, but you have to listen continuously and read Prabhupada's books continuously. Uh, and then you stay enthusiastic in Krishna consciousness. Sadhu Sangha Nam Sankirtan. Bhagavad Shravan, Matura Vash. Matura Vash means you have to reside in Vrindavan. Very interesting. Prabhupada uh, installed Radha Balava. Where did he install Radha Balava? Hmm? No, it's a good Just there. Kornatara installed just here, right there. But Radha Balava installed in secure here uh, one or two years before. So when Prabhupada installed Radha Balava, he gave a lecture and he said, this is not Melbourne. This is Vaishnita. He says, it is Vrindavan. So if you reside in a holy place, this is a holy place, right? It is Vrindavan. It's not, it's not material, this place is not Last night after I finished class, I came out in the courtyard the weather was amazing, it was beautiful, it was warm and no wind, it was peaceful. And the garden, it really felt like Vrindavan, it felt like a spiritual dimension. The first time I walked in here, years ago, as soon as I walked in, I didn't want to leave. Now, I walked in and I thought, what is this place? 
right? has some spiritual energy. Right? So there's some power. There's a holy God. God by his creator, holy God all over the earth. Right? And then the most powerful holy God was in India. That's called Vrindavan and Mayapur and Jagannath Puri. So Prabhupada says we should go to those places once a year. If we can. So, Sadhu Sangha, Nam Sankirtan, Bhagavad Shavan, Maturavash, and Sri Murati Shradaya Sivan. Worship the deities with great Shraddha faith. If you worship the deities, uh, Lord Chaitanya teaches us the deities are non different from Krishna. And if you worship the deities, because if you look at those 64 angas of bhakti that Rupa Goswami gives us to serve Krishna, most of those 64, most of those 64 are. Uh, you want to sit down? Uh, most of those 64 relate to deity worship. Now, if you look at the items, right, most of them are related to deity worship. Right? There's chanting the holy name, residing in the holy place, uh, hearing the Bhagavatam, several others, but most of them relate to deity worship. Because deity worship engages our senses. You make garlands for Krishna. You dress Krishna. You cook for Krishna. You anoint his body with oils. Right? So many different ways to serve Krishna. So it engages our senses. You can serve the deities all day. Right? And your senses will be fully engaged. You can serve them for the next 50 years. I was saying last week that uh, Janani Vaspadu just had his 50th anniversary of serving Rana Madhava. 50 years. Right? Most people can't do something for five minutes. You say, just do this for five minutes. Oh, no, no. It's too difficult. Okay, do it for one week. Oh, that's, that's quite difficult. Do it for 50 years. 50 years doing the same. And he sends all his senses used in the service of Krishna. Amazing. It takes 100 pujaris to look serve Radha Madhava. I heard Pankajanga Guru giving that a talk. 100 pujaris to serve Radha Madhava. So those 100 pujaris, they make the clothes for the deeds. Uh, they, it says, I think they said there's like 10 or 20 devotees just growing the flowers. All the flowers to uh, offer to the deities. Right? Making the clothes, doing the food, doing the cooking. Right? Organizing, cleaning the paraphernalia. It's 100 devotees just to serve the deities. So deity worship can completely uh, absorb your consciousness. Prabhupada said the most fortunate devotees in the universe are the pujaris of Krishna Balaram. So if you become a Pujari of the deities, that's why it's such a great honor to serve Radha Madhava. These are not ordinary deities. These are installed by Srila Prabhupada himself. Sometimes we go to the Holy Dhamma, and we go to a temple, and we say, oh, Rupa Goswami worship these deities, or Jiva Goswami worship these deities, or Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, or Bhakti they worship these deities. This is a, a Lila star. Right? You come here, Prabhupada worship these deities for Extremely powerful. So these five ways, they can take you back to Godhead very quickly. You can go back to Godhead quickly in this lifetime. It's possible. You don't have to wait another lifetime. But if you just follow everything very nicely, don't commit offenses, right? Get, be very careful about committing offenses, 
stay humble. Engage yourself fully in devotional service. You go back home, back to Krishna in this lifetime. Shri Krishna Chanda Bhagavan Ki. Shri Mangalanga Mahaprabhu Ki. Gopani Mahamahatsava Ki. Going back to Godhead in this lifetime Ki. Everything is possible. Everything is possible. Prabhupada said, just chant 16 rounds. Follow the four regular principles. You can go back in this lifetime. Prabhupada said that. That's a powerful benediction. That's not too much to ask. Right? If we can do this, it's very good chance Prabhupada may take us back. Any questions or comments? Thank you. Some people, they associate with Prabhupada, but then they left. So what should we do? So what else should we do? So the point is, is that in English we have a saying, uh, I don't know if you've heard it, it says, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. Have you heard that? No, it's a, it's a saying, sometimes we say in English. So you can bring the horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. Right? So you can even get Prabhupada's association, or association of your Guru Maharaj or any advanced devotee. But whether you take advantage of it or not, that is up to you. So there's no magic formula. It's up to you. If you want to go back to Godhead, Prabhupada has given you everything to go back to Godhead. He gave all those devotees the opportunity to go, but they did not take advantage. So we should not be like that. If they make their, that, that's their choice. If they want to do that, okay, they do that. But we should not do that. You should go back to Godhead in this lifetime. Huh? Serve the devotees. Huh? Be very humble. Worship the deities. Do all your bhakti. Prabhupada said 16 rounds for regular principles. Go back to this Together. And take some prasad as well. Okay. And go to school. <laughs> well, don't go to school. What have you done? But do your study. Whether you homeschool or go to school, that, that's not important. The point is, you have to do your study master. If you're going to school, or sometimes you go to university, you know, some people they go to, I never went to university, some people go to university. So you should take, if you're going to university, that is your service to Krishna. My Guru Maharaj went back to university when he was nearly 50. And he became the top student in the history of the university. <laughs> Seriously, he became the top student. Right? They, one, once a year they give an award. He got the award, like for the top award. In the, and it was the first time in the history of the universe where it was a unanimous decision about who got the award. In the history of the universe. SM was like a famous university in America. And then he got a scholarship to uh, Cambridge. Yeah, Cambridge. You know, which is Cambridge and Oxford, the most well-known universities in the world. He got a scholarship to Cambridge University. So he said, you know, if I'm going to study, I'll treat it like it's my service to Krishna. So I'll do my best. And he wrote a thesis about Prabhupada. That was his service. Uh, 
So if you, whatever you're going to do, if you go to school, if you go to work, do it the best. If you're going to go to work, you know, we have to go to work, because you've got family and everything. Go to work, make a lot of money, and give it to Krishna. Otherwise, Krishna will take it anyway. <laughs> so make his job easy. Krishna's going to take everything anyway. So you're better off just you know, giving it to him. Otherwise, he takes everything. Cooperate with him. Any other questions? What way should we take advantage of the elevator? What's that? What way should we take advantage of association with Yeah, good question. What is the way we take advantage of associating with the advanced devotees? Uh, the most important way is to hear the Bhagavatam from them. That's the first service. The first service. You hear from them. You just sit submissively and you hear them. Then you have to do uh, menial services. So you have to serve them in a menial way. Hey, what's going on here? I'm trying to give class you have a boxing match here. Uh, you want to punch each other, you go outside. Right. So, uh, so that, but then you have to render menial services to the devotees. Right? This is very important. Because when you render menial service to the devotee, you know, you bring them some water. Pakistan Sai Vaitako, our Prabhupada's guru, he said that every day we should render five menial services to the devotees. So I used to meditate on that when I was a Brahmacharya and I was living in the ashram like you guys. So from Mongolati until, say, 4.30 till 8.30, from when you know, Mongolati began to class me, I used to try to do five menial services to the devotees. So after you know, Mongolati, I would get the mat straight for all the devotees to sit on. When the Chaitanya, when the, we finish uh, taking darshan, I would serve the char uh, charity greeting to the devotees. And then I can't remember the other three. I must have done something. Because I tried to do five in the morning, even before we got out. Like that. And then you go up, you serve prasadam to the devotees, like this. So do service, do menial services. And by doing that, then you'll attract the mercy of the devotees. They'll say you have a nice service attitude, then they will bless you. And then you will advance quickly. Makes sense? Any other questions? Okay. Shubhra Bhattaki.